that work in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. He is God alone. Amen. I said He is God alone. I can't hear you. He is God alone. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the praise that we want to give our God. Because He is God alone and there is no one like Him. He's a mighty God. He's a powerful God. Father, we worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sing to you, not a God. Not a God. 
a sacrifice to offer to you for three days. It is the sacrifice of praise. It is the sacrifice of thanksgiving. If we think about where we are coming from, and we think about the journeys of our lives, how you took us through thick and thin, to the place where we are today all we got to say is thank you Lord in the days of our falling when we thought the hope is finished in the days of our isolation where we could not even hear your voice because of the trouble that have overwhelmed us all we have to say Father is thank you Lord thank you for your faithfulness thank you for your mercy thank you for your honor thank you for your goodness thank you for your beauty you are beautiful
In Jesus' holy name, we are worshipped. Please be seated. Glad you may take your seat, please. As much as our meeting today is very brief, in this meeting, one of my heart desire is to focus on what does the Holy Spirit do when we praise the Father? The works of the Holy Spirit when we praise the Father. We're looking at manifestation of the Holy Spirit until further notice. Lord told us that we should spend our first three days in September praising Him. And you know, it's quite interesting that the Lord knew that it is Holy Ghost Convention. And the Lord knew that our pattern has been to teach about the Holy Spirit. And my great drive during this period is that you will be empowered by the Holy Spirit. That is my great drive, my greatest. That the Holy Spirit will manifest so that your Christianity will change to what creation eagerly awaits is the manifestations of the sons of God. And whenever we do that, it propels me to because when I'm teaching you, you are running with it. I'm looking behind me, that was catching up with me. I had two double charge. <laughs> but one day some of you will outrun me. You didn't say amen. Yeah. You think I'm running you for nothing. I'm running you so that you will outrun me. Because there are some visions God gave me, it is through you they will fulfill. Okay? When we run, and you catch up with me, and we are running together, then you will begin to spread out into various streams of your own calling. There will be manifestations. Then the church of the apostles' acts will be reborn in this house. Am I talking to you? You know, Peter was the head of the church, isn't it? At least we know that, of course, James was official head, but Peter was the one who was the leading figure. But he didn't disappear, but, Timothy, uh, but Philip did, who is just a deacon. Two people went to Samaria, Jesus and then Philip. Jesus started the work in Samaria with one woman, but Philip conquered the whole city. Because Jesus said, if you have faith in me, you will do the things I've been doing, and greater works shall you do. So if Jesus wants us to do greater work, why should I want, not want you to do greater works? 
My epistle has been written over years. In a short time, your own epistle will begin to be written. Amen. In my lifetime, I will sit down in the Jerusalem. This is Jerusalem. And some of you will go to Samaria. Some of you will go to Antioch. You go to Antioch of Pisidia. You go to Antioch, the main Antioch. You go to Ephesus. You go to, you know, your Galicia. You go to your Greece and Italy and Rome and Azerbaijan. And God will do those things. We will spread to the Caribbean islands. We will spread to all African countries. So that the sound doctrine that you have received will be path in the nation. Because the creation, including the church, is waiting eagerly for your manifestation. Am I talking to you? But so the Holy Spirit told us to worship. But I've been fit to discuss with you today. When you worship God, what does Holy Spirit? Let's look at the book of Acts 13. That's where we're going to begin from. Acts 13. And I've mentioned this before you. This will take me about 30 minutes. And we will be out of this. We're going to just pray in and close. Acts chapter 13. It says, In the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. Now, the first thing I want to know is this. In this house, prophets will arise. I mean, those who sit in the office. Uh, Dickens, as I come and sit down. Your seat is here, and Pastor, come and sit down. So, look at me. Sitting among you are prophets. Sitting among you are evangelists. Sitting among you are teachers. People who teach the word of God to unveil the eyes of people in this modern age. There are pastors among you. And the Bible says that in the church of Antioch, which I will say in the church of Christ with Tabernacle, because I can see many similarities between CFT and Antioch. And I think maybe I may have to help you know what Antioch is. Antioch is the first place that people were called Christian. By their appearance and by their behavior and character. The word Christian did not exist when Jesus was on earth. And when Jesus died and resurrected and went to heaven, even with the apostles in baptism, they never called them Christian. But years after, a church arose in Antioch. And this church was so much like Christ. To the babies in the church, it was a typical of Jesus. It's like the incarnate of Jesus Christ. Everyone in this church. And it was so much, they were so much hungry to the place whereby when Barnabas got there, he had to go to Tarsus and call Paul to come and join him here to teach. Because the people are hungry for the truth. Understand that Antioch is a Gentile city. 
Nevertheless, that is where Holy Ghost settled. And there are many things about Antioch that is synonymous to Christ with Tabernacle. We have the same destiny. The new move of God will be birthed in this house. Amen. It is not just going to be before your eyes, but with you. It's not going to be a move that God will just send some people. It will be like Antioch. Everybody in Antioch were manifesting. And it says that in that church, therefore, there were prophets. There were teachers. Not only prophets and teachers. There were evangelists. There were pastors. The fivefold manifests wherever Antioch is repeated. And the Bible says, therefore, among these who were gathered as teachers and prophets were Barnabas, Simeon, that is called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene. You need to recognize anywhere you hear Cyrene, he's talking about Libya, modern day Libya, is Cyrene. The man who carried the cross of Jesus Christ when Jesus gave up was an African man from Cyrene. A Jew, but he's from Cyrene, from Libya. It's all those nations that are so significant to the Lord. You will see Satan fight, causing trouble there. Same thing with Turkey. Paul was a Turkish. Though he's a Jew. But he was born in Turkey. Tarsus. His village is still there till today. And the letters to seven churches, all of them, the seven churches, are in Turkey. Today's Turkey. So, it's just that across the river is, you know, um, uh, John the Revelator, Patmos, the island of Patmos. If you start in the island of Patmos, you'll be seen Turkey. So, God, the Lord appeared to to, uh, John in the island of Patmos across the sea and was talking about all the churches across the sea. They are all in modern day talk. This present Christian age will take over every land that belongs to the Lord. We will cover every land, including other lands. This is the revival your heart must expect. And you will understand. If you understand the expectation of such, it cannot be without dramatization of power. These regions don't just hear to talk. They must see Jesus, the Holy Spirit, raw. And it will happen. I said it will happen. <laughs> we praise the Lord for counting us worthy among those He will use. So the Bible says in this church, you have all these people. But something happened that day, which is very strange. It's strange because it is not normal. It's not the normal procedure of process. He says, but so why they were worshipping the Lord and fasting. So they held a fast, not because they have problem. 
They held the fast not because they want to pray for power. They held the fast because they just want to worship God. And this is what these three days is about. One of the days I've told you, you must make sure that you fast. And the Holy Spirit said, worship me. That's what we're doing. That's why we are not praying and asking God for anything. But we are worshipping the one who lives forever and ever. But you know what happened? Wherever they worship God, with such a heart towards God, Holy Spirit always speaks. That's what you must know. When you have situations in your life that are so terrible and beyond repair, is it not the right time for your heart to lift up to heaven with tears and worship the one who is in control of everything? The God who nothing happens without his understanding and his permission. Knowing fully well that the condition that you are, God knew it before he came. Certainly, it will work to the glory of God. Like that blind boy, they said to Jesus, who sinned? Is it the father of the mother or ancestral curses? And Jesus said, no. This boy was born blind so that God may be glorified. So when you look at situations that are convoluted around your life and things are so tense, everything is falling to pieces, is it not a time for you to lift up your eyes unto heaven and worship He that lives forever and ever? And say to your soul, stand still and see the deliverance the Lord will wrought you this day. The Egyptian you see today, you shall see no more. So worship is so powerful. It provoked God to speak. Worship provoked God to speak. And when God speaks, that is the Holy Spirit speaking. So while they were worshiping, while others are banging their head all over the place, there's a time to ask, there's a time to seek, there's a time to knock, and there's a time to worship. You see, I think it's always good for us to just spend one day in a month just thanking God only for all what God had done and for what He would do to your life. I think we should adopt that practice. And let me say this to you. I may catch you on the crossroad and ask you, when is your day of worship? And when I greet you, ask me my day of worship so that we monitor one another. Am I together with you? So if I forgot my day of worship, somebody in this church must stop me one day to ask me that. Apostle, your day of worship. Have you worshipped the Lord? And I will say to you, I forgot. So tomorrow I'll do it. Hmm? So that nobody will have excuse among us. Do we agree? I'm looking at me like that. I said, do we agree? Even if you didn't say yes, on your behalf I say yes. <laughs> Something is about to happen. We need to be thankful to God. Whatever we are going through on earth, when things are bad, we worship. When things are good, we worship more. It's always good to see battle and begin to joyfully thank God for the victory. Because before any battle arises, victory has been determined by God. So they were worshipping. And so when they were worshipping, the Bible says, the Holy Spirit spoke, set apart from you, separate from you, Paul and Barnabas, 
Paul and Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. So, your worship will provoke Holy Spirit to reveal your destiny. Am I talking to you? No Christian should be frustrated. When you have the God who knows tomorrow. If you don't know your tomorrow, why should you know your tomorrow? You are a human being, you can't see more than your nose. Except you look at the mirror. Am I talking to you? But you have a God. Call the Holy Spirit given to you. Whom Jesus said, he will bring everything of mine and make it known to you. What's your future? Worship into your future. You need prophetic, just start singing. If you didn't hear the first day, sing the second day. Worship the second day. Worship the third day until he will speak. Because worship is to provoke the Holy Spirit to speak. Until he will show you a vision concerning the matter that is facing your life. Until you will see solution directly by yourself. But you must worship with a good heart. A heart of thanksgiving. Am I talking to you? Yes, sir. Your ship may seek sinking. And all the anchors of your ship might have been thrown out. And they are not able to reach the ground. So it is permanently determined that this ship will sink. I know a God who is in the sinking ship. And there was a storm, and the ship was sinking, and it kept quiet. Come on now. Let me say something to you. But I know that God, if as long as he's still sinking, he hasn't reached him. Keep thanking him and praising him. When your praise reaches to the highest height, and the sinking, because he's in the boat too. So you and, you and him can never sink. Am I telling you? Yes, sir. He will rise up. And he will say, peace be still. But somebody must know how to praise him to wake him up. Though he does not sleep, not slumber. When you praise God, Holy Ghost speaks. Let me show you another one. Because we are very conscious of time. Tomorrow is Sunday. If you look at the book of Acts, chapter 16. It says in verse 6, Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Paga and Galicia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. So there are some places the Holy Spirit wants you to keep quiet. He doesn't want to preach the word. Can you imagine? I thought everywhere we should just be preaching it, preaching it. But you see, when you get to the place where your mouth should be shut, it is Holy Spirit that will shut them out. So you and I preach everywhere until Holy Spirit. You know why? Because He has a person to send to India, to Asia. Alright? Understand that this Paul of a man, we just read how. They were worshipping and Holy Spirit sent him on the journey. I'm sure that one of the gifts or grace that you have received during this week is the ability to hear God distinctly in your spirit. Am I talking to you? Begin to thank God for it. Tell the Lord, Apostle said, so I thank you for it. Apostle said, it's your son. I thank you for him. I thank you for it. That is to hear the voice of God distinct. Celebrate it and rejoice in it. 
and you will be amazed. He will speak to you probably at your time of tranquility. <laughs> Where you are sitting down. You have prayed it and you didn't expect it. And you are sitting down doing some of your own business. And then the master will say, Hello, who is this? It is the Lord. But you must be thankful. The Bible says here, Have prevented them from preaching in Asia? He said, When they came to the border of Messenia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus will not allow them to. Watch this. This is not what I'm about. So they passed by Messiah and went to Trust. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man from Macedonia saying, standing and begging them to come up over to Macedonia to help. Come over to Macedonia and help us. Can you see the reason why they could not preach in Asia and they could not preach in Methania? Because God wanted them to go to Macedonia. This way Holy Spirit is working here, CFT, you begin to operate in that form. This conference of this year is not just for nothing to. Alright? So, after Paul has seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave Macedonia, including that God had called us to preach, or we concluded rather, that God has called us to preach the gospel to them. Now look at what happened in verse 16. Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were, we, met a, we were met by a slave girl who had the spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money from her owners by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God. Who are telling you what the way to be saved? Does the demon speak the truth or not? Yes. Huh? Isn't it? That's what Paul came for. So I want you, I want to I want to learn something from here because we are going on a journey to praise. You know when when people begin to say about you that you are a true child of God, you know people you don't know. You must be very careful. If they are just affirming it good. But when you are preaching the word of God and somebody is saying that he is a son of God, he's a minister of God, and you are preaching, that looks like interruption to me. And the Holy Spirit cannot interrupt himself. You don't need discernment to know that that is of the devil. All right? It's like sometime I went to some place, he said, Oh, man of God, give us a word. A word from who? He said, word from God. I don't have any. I've just finished giving the word on the pulpit. Am I talking to you? And the word, those are the spirit of the devil. And so, though this spirit was saying the truth, but it was obstructing the mission. Because he kept on shouting when they are supposed to be preaching. Shouting when they are preaching. Then he says, She kept this up for many days. 
Finally, Paul became so troubled that he turned around and said to the spirits, In the name of Jesus, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit came out. Why did Paul not charge at the first time? You remember I talked told you yesterday about unction coming upon your head. Your head. When unction rests upon this head. If you don't wait for the unction and you speak, there will be no performance. But when it rests upon your head, it moves here. In your belly. And what you utter is spontaneous. It's not controllable. And because it is spontaneous, that's why it has to happen. And Paul waited for the Holy Spirit to come upon him before he made a declaration. Because the Holy Spirit saw the demon before bringing him there. Macedonia, they would have gone to Asia. But he didn't let them go. He brought them to Macedonia. And in Macedonia they are preaching. And his spirit was disturbing. And he knew he's a demon. For days he didn't speak. He kept on preaching the word. No detractor. We need to learn from these folks. And the Bible says, the moment he commanded the spirit, the spirit left. When the owners of slave girls realized that this hope, their hope of making money was gone. They seized Paul and Silas and dragged them to marketplace to face the authority. Excuse me. Verse 24. Well, let me read it together. Just on. They brought them before the magistrate and said, These men are Jews and are throwing our city into uproar. They didn't say they removed the demons. By advocating custom unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. Are we in you know Christians now? Are we not persecuted under law now? I even saw something I should read to you now. You know, the police in England have been arresting Christians and taking them to court or detain them. Where is my, my telephone here? All right, bring it, bring it to me. I read something sent to me now that the police commission of Great Britain, is that my phone, have now decided to tell all police in England not to arrest any Christian anymore. They have now said it now. Am I talking to you? You know, we have been praying. So God gave us a leader of the police now, who now reprimanded police that you have no right, according to section 9 and 10 of Human Rights Act. It has been there before the Birmingham incident happened. Even when they arrested a Christian for praying in her mind. The most insane arrest in the record book of criminology. You know? Oh yes. It is the most insane. And police did it. British police, not African police. <laughs> so you know, because if it was Africa, it's ah, these people Africa come again. But this is British police. Who arrested a Christian for praying in her mind? So she's it's not just the police of of Britain, 
He's a police of spirits. Because he has spiritual power to arrest somebody who had not committed physical crime in his definition, but spiritual crime for bringing in his mind. He doesn't know look stupid. And he arrested her. Ask her, are you praying in your mind? Yes, you're under arrest. <laughs> I mean, it happened in London, in the UK. In Birmingham. You know? So, but we thank God now that they have made the law, the police have told all police to respect human rights, section 9 and 10. And don't arrest anybody for expressing or manifesting their religious belief. We have right of expression and we have right to manifest our religion. They are both rights. By law, thank God. But in the days of Paul, there's no such right. They just arrested this man. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas. Verse 22. And the magistrate ordered them to be stripped and beaten. Can you imagine? They, brought, they have sanctioned them and they executed the sanction. After they have been severely flogged for casting out demons, they were thrown into prison and the jailer has commanded, was commanded to guard them carefully. Upon receiving such orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet with stock. Those of us who went to Israel last trip, we were shown that kind of cell that they put on. Inner cell. You enter a cell, an open door. You enter another cell, and then you enter another cell. So before I will escape, we pass through all these doors. So that it is very impossible for them to escape. Waiting for tomorrow, after flogging them badly. Am I talking to you? Serious abuse. And we haven't been flogged yet. I say yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who knows what they will do. That's why I told the Lord, I don't want to remain too long in this world. When all those flogging will begin, let me go before <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, so they put them in prison. But now this is the this is where we are going. Shall we read verse 25 together, please? What happened to the jailer? You know what came to my spirit now? Let me speak to those who are in countries that kidnap us of prey. Come on now. You will see this manifestation if you are a victim of kidnapping. And you get to where they're taking you to. And you lift up your voice unto heaven. And begin to sing praise. Unto Jesus. 
That means you are not intimidated by their threats or by their arms. Whatever they carry, it doesn't matter. Because you have the God who created their body and who gave the ravager the brain to create AK-47. It shall not shoot unless the one in heaven says shoot. But you can change the tide by confronting these things with worship and thanks unto God. Loud! And you will see the same miracle. Anyway, these guys in their beating state, those two poor, when they became a little bit revived, and they were in the jail. The Bible says at midnight, you remember midnight prayer? Twelve midnight in anywhere in the world is significant. This is the second watch. It's the second watch, 12 midnight. Your first watch starts from 6, 6 to 9. Oh, second, second, the night, yeah. That's the third watch. 6 to 9, 9 to 12, and 12 to 3. Those are the Hebrew watches. Do you know something? These people will have been looking for bam to rub their wound. And crying, hey, but God, you are the one who revealed Macedonia to us. You didn't tell us that we would be beaten in Macedonia when you told us to go to Macedonia. Yes? But you know, the people counted themselves privileged to share in beating the flogging like Jesus. Shouldn't your mindset change? Many Christians today only know the God that blesses. They don't know the God that also allows you to suffer. Taking you through suffering to prove your faith. They were worshipping God. Why they were worshipping God? And that worship understand. They were singing what? Hymns to God. They were praying and singing hymns. To God. And the other prisoners were listening. And this is their normal custom. By 12 midnight, they pray and sing. So they're just doing their normal thing. Suddenly, the Bible says God came to dance. I say God came to dance. If God did not dance, what caused the earthquake? <coughs> what caused the earthquake? You are singing to God now. And you are dancing. They can't be singing without dancing. They'll be jumping up in their pain. They'll be lifting up themselves, you know, with their soul. When they are worshipping God. And suddenly, there was earthquake. Or maybe the ground danced. And somebody must dance. Because the ground was sleeping quietly. Waiting for the redemption day. But suddenly, you know something with the earthquake that happened there? The Bible didn't say earthquake. It says earthquake. And in those days, they knew about earthquake more than us. Because there are, there are stories in the Bible that talk about some cities where earthquake happened. And geologists are just discovering that it was true. Now. But when earthquake and there's no deformation of structure, it is only God who does that. When normal earthquake quakes, that should be, everything should break into pieces and, and sink. 
But if this building suffers earthquake naturally, all these columns will be the first to fall. A little shift, there will be what is called deformation of structures. And it cannot be repaired. It will just crumble like that. But when earth is quaking in the Bible, and the building is intact, the jail that is quaking is intact. So the place whereby the jailer ran out of his house and said, Oh my, I'm gone. All prisoners must have gone loose. And he ran there and said, Hey, we are still here. No wonder he was trembling. He had never seen such a thing in his life or read in history that the earth will quake and the structures remain in. Don't, 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 don't worry. I'm sure you still saw them singing in the earthquake. Can you imagine all prisoners? Everybody surrenders straight away to the God of all, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So therefore, when you praise God, in the time of most adversity, you will see signs and wonders. The last one is Second Chronicles. And Second Chronicles 20. Don't forget, 2020 has always been my 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 quotation. 20. The Bible says in verse 1 to verse 4. After this, the Moabites and Ammonites and Munites, Amorites and the Munites came to, to make war against Jehoshaphat. Some men came and told you, a vast army is coming against you from, Edidans, uh, from Edom. From the other side of the sea, it is already in Hazazon Tama, that is Engedi. Alarm, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord. Let's see this. And he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. You know, when many believers hear bad news, what is your first point of call? Man or heaven? That is it. Before you call a man, you call him. And Bible says the people of Judah came together to seek help from who? From the Lord. Verse 4. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and assembly of and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord. They came to church. They didn't sit in their house. They came to the temple gathered in the temple in front of the new courtyard and said, O Lord our God, the God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? Come on now. You rule over all kingdoms and the nations. This is praising God. Power and might are in your hands. Somebody will turn that into song of praise. And no one can withstand you. Somebody among you can go and take this scripture and begin to sing it until you get a good right, the right uh, tune for it. It says, Oh, our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of the land, of this land, before your people Israel, and give it to, to, forever to the descendant of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for you, for your name. Saying, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague of famine, we will stand in your presence before his temple 
that bears your name and will cry out to you in order in our distress and you will what yes. hear us and do what save us let me tell you people who call some old school they are unschooled for god of abraham to answer you have to remind him of what he did with abraham and you have to be serving him like Abraham did. Am I telling you? There's no such a thing as old school in the Bible or in Christianity. It's a, if you say it's old school, it means you are not doing the word of God as it is written. That's the cover for somebody thinking that this is old school. Old school means that some people are behaving exactly as the people of old behaved. And God will not deal with anybody now except you behave like the people of old. And these people know the scriptures. If you don't know the Bible and you call yourself a Christian, I've told you this in the week. You are not a practitioner if you die, if that's it. So when they, when they proclaim God, praise the name of the Lord and worship Him and remind Him of His covenants, that God must speak. That God must speak. When you are praising Him, He will say, Okay, it's enough, it's enough. You keep praising Him. Wait, 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 wait. That is the kind of praise and worship we should give to God. Am I talking to you? So God can't wait for you to just keep your mouth quiet and then He speaks. He speaks. He speaks. He says, I watch over my word to what? Perform. Your God speaks. Holy Ghost speaks. Hey. He has mouth, he speaks, he has ear, he hears, he has hand, he uses it, he has leg, he walks to your house. Am I talking to you? That's the God we serve, the God of the hidden, they are dummies. So, when God, when they praise God like that, look at verse 14, shall we read it together please? Then, the Spirit of the Lord, yes, many Levites are here? Wave your hands to me. We are the Levites of our God. Levites are people separated by God. And that is the classification of all Christians today. If you are born again, you are a Levite. And say the Spirit of the Lord came. So worship will invoke the Spirit of God upon you. And utterance. What did he say in verse 15? He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all of you who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord what says to you. What did he say? Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle. This is where the battle of the gods come about. You can praise your God into battle. You can worship your God into your battle. When you begin to praise Him and you begin to worship Him from your heart and reminding Him in your praise. That's why I always love the songs of praise that have meaning. It's not just shouting anything. What are you saying? Am I talking to you? And I, I thank our choir so much. They don't just sing rubbish here. They always sing songs that we... When you are singing, you know, and I'm there, I'm looking at the words, my spirit begins to go higher and higher, higher and higher, 
I became I be, I began to get intoxicated hello by the wine of the Holy Spirit. I say, God bless the choir, God bless the choir, God bless the choir. And then I fly. And that is every one of you too. Because when you worship God in His beauty of His holiness, declaring His sovereign power, it provokes the Spirit inside you, which is the Holy Spirit. And you will ride on the wing of the Spirit. Come on now. And that Spirit will come upon you, Levi. And utterance will come out of you. You know, when the Spirit came, I told you, that's the prophetic uh, gift of prophecy now. Let me tell you, it did not blab. He told them specific instruction and what to do. Hello? Isn't it? He says, do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but the battle is the Lord's. Now what did he say in verse 16? Tomorrow, march down against them. Come on now. Tomorrow, march down. So I told you when someone says, I'm the Lord, I'm with you. I love it. But when if the Lord is really the one speaking, you will tell me what will happen tomorrow. Am I talking to you? Yes, sir. Come on, say amen. amen. To distinguish word of exaltation from prophetic. We have been fasting, worshiping. We want to hear. And who will God speak through? You. What will you use? Your mouth. To who? To your ear. Amen. Your mouth will declare the counsel of God to your ear. Amen. You are not going to wait for somebody. God will speak through them. No, no, no. He will speak through you. Amen. To you. Amen. And now he will speak to you. Amen. In your home, you can provoke God to speak to you. In your kitchen, woman, you can provoke God to, 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 to speak to you. You know? Mommy told you that when she's cooking for me, she's prophesying to it. You think it's a joke? To catch a man like me, you have to be full of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you don't know the tricks, if when, when you are cooking for your husband, you are just listening to all the worldly music. No, 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 no. There is a woman who, who leads you. When she's cooking, she's singing, she's prophesying to that food. That's the reason why I can't eat food outside. You know, I always want to come home and eat the prophetic food. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, everything for a Christian is Jesus. Am I talking to you? You want your husband to love you? Is Jesus. Am I talking to you? Look at these guys. When you provoke God in praise and worship, unction will come upon your head. And you will prophesy to yourself. Thus hear the Lord. Somebody say, I'm looking for a husband. It's so easy. Worship God. Worship God. Just worship Him. And God will say, come upon your Your husband is this. Look at him. You will meet at this time. Look at him. He is in this place. This is the God we serve. Instead of, you know, many of us do not really concentrate on these things. The problem is, they attack Jehoshaphat. If I, if I ask each one of you your problem now, problem of each person vary from the other. Enemies may not attack you. Am I talking to you now? 
But you are in a dispensation in your life that you don't know what next. And that what next could be anything. It may be anything. But this medication of worshipping God in the beauty of His holiness, it applies to everything. It solves everything. I love, I love choir when, you know, if we're having a healing meeting and they are singing all these songs that provoke Jesus to come and heal. And also you discover that I always sing some too. When you hear me say, The great physician Lord is here. The sympathizing G. Somebody that is sick, I saw. An unction for healing I want to provoke. You know? We must use what God has given us. After all, you worship God in the morning. You worship Him in the day. You worship Him in the afternoon. You worship Him in the night. In the midnight, you wake up. Sing worship unto God. Don't pray without worshiping Him. Your worship may be prayer. Just praying and thanking Him before you go into request. I've told you that the most of your prayer time should be spent on worshiping God. Praising God. Worship is not just singing, but thanking God. And God spoke. Tomorrow march down against them. They will be climbing up the, at the past. God gave them all the information. And you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of, uh, of uh, Jeruel. You will not have to fight. Come on now. Can you see that? You will see them, but you do not fight. This is what God is saying. That I will take you there so that you can see them and watch me fight. Yes? You are just going to be... This is a good film show. I love it. I love this film. It says, you will not have to fight. I haven't told them that this is the road where you pass. This is the place you will see them. All of you will get there. They will, they will see you. You let them see you. But you do not have to fight. I think somebody will, somebody will be going in the mind of Israel that they who is going to fight. Therefore, but you know they know they are gone. That they have told him, they have told him, reminded him of Abraham, who fought battle for Abraham. It is God Himself who fought for Moses. It is God Himself. And so, what do they do? Just to praise Him. And then God said that, look, go to your enemies, and this is where you find your enemies. Confront them face to face, but leave your hands down. Why? They know they will complete the riddle because the God Most High. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is about to fight. We are going to see him today fight. I can I, I I cannot I cannot really fully comprehend how Israel will be so happy and excited before tomorrow. They will go home that day. Some of them will not be able to sleep till morning because of excitement. That something will happen tomorrow that we have never seen before. History is about to be recorded. Similarly to you, he says, "What you will not have to fight the battle. Take, you have fought the battle already, but with worship, take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you." Oh Judah, oh Jerusalem, do not be afraid, oh Christ with tabernacle. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will what? fight for you. Only by praising Him, only by worshiping Him, only by recognizing Him. That he's a faithful God. No wonder Jehoshaphat bowed with the face to the ground. And all people of Judah, and they were rolling on the floor, worshipping God. That who is like unto you, we know our God. 
you will not disappoint us. We know our God. If you did that to Abraham, it is our turn. We have read about Abraham. The people coming, generation coming, will read about me. I say, the generations coming will read about you. They will read about you. Nothing is difficult for our God to do. Nothing is impossible because it's the Holy Spirit that lives within us. He's the same God. Come on now. Stand up on your feet. The rest is history. Somebody lift up his voice to heaven and begin to thank God for tonight. Thank God for tonight. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We just bless your holy name. We thank you for tonight. We thank you for tonight. Thank you for tonight. Blessed be your name, O God. Lord, we acknowledge you. We acknowledge you. Lord, we acknowledge you. We acknowledge you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good. And his mercy endure forever. We acknowledge you. We thank you, Jesus. Thank God for the victory of September. Thank God for the spoil of September. You have entered the month of September. It is the month of your thanksgiving. It is the month of praise. It is the month of celebrate the victory of the cross.
mercy. Thank God for His mercy. That is the winning, the victory song of Jehoshaphat. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we exalt you. We exalt you, Lord. Thank you for victory. Thank you for victory. Thank you for victory.
to bless the Lord God Yahweh. It is the name of God that Israel dare to come. around your palace. Yes, Lord. All that you have given me, says the Lord, they are for signs and wonders. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The word, my word in your mouth, says the Lord, shall not depart from the mouth of your children. Your generation shall stand in the presence of God forever. We worship you, our King. We thank you. Our children will serve you more than we did. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. There is no one that can snatch a cup at the breast of the lion. <laughs> Your children that are straight away are coming back home. Great shall be the prosperity of the children. In righteousness you will be established. 
you will have nothing to fear. Whatever had been your area of need, listen to me. The Lord told me to tell you this again. When the boat was sinking, Jesus was sleeping in the bottom of the boat. Your situation does not mean Jesus is not there. But you know your praise tonight has provoked the one who lives forever and ever. He has taken his stand in your life and said, peace be still. So whatever had been your issue solution you have received. I said tonight is the night of solution. Your praise has gone to the throne of God. And the master has spoken. Your boat, the, the storm against your boat has ceased. Your ark will settle in your Mount Ararat. The waters that have covered you recede by the power of the Most High. Father, we bless your name. We thank you so much. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Why you can take your son to your place Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know what? We're going to take our offering now. And why you are going to sing for me? I wonder my grandson to come and be jumping. Were you blessed tonight? Take your seat for one, one minute. Prepare for your offering. Victory is ours today. We thank the God of heaven. When they were worshipping, the Spirit of the Lord came upon a Levite. Have that in your mind. Anytime you are worshipping God, expect the flame to rest upon you. And utterances will be given to you. Hallelujah forevermore. Let's bow our heads and pray over our giving. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' holy name we are praying. Lord, we bring our offering to you with gratitude in our heart. And we thank you, God of provision. I pray for everyone under my voice, either in the house or those listening to me now, who are out of job. They are not jobless. That's why they refuse to use the word jobless. But they are in transition. Before the 7th of September, enter your destiny. I call jobs to come into your laps. Places you have applied to will turn their lips to you. Those who have been overdue for promotion, I speak them into manifestation. I command your elevation in the name of Jesus. In this month of November, that which God began from, October, from August, it shall complete in this month. So shall it be for you. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Now let's sing our song and... Sing that song of victory.
song for the rest of this month. It's a song of victory. Hallelujah. Let us thank God. Lord, we cannot overthink you. We thank you. We thank you. You are the God of creation who created all things. Lord, and you desire pleasure, you derive pleasure in us, the least and the last among creation, to bring an offering to you. You do not seek offering from the moon and the stars in their magnanimous strength. Neither do you seek offering from meteors and comets and other creation, but from us who you made in your own image. And we thank you for this privilege that we can bring our offering to you with rejoicing and thankfulness. We thank you for all the benevolence we receive from you. You set us free and you set us free indeed. You saved us and you saved us indeed. You blessed us and you blessed us indeed. So we give you praise. And Lord, I say this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Please be seated before I ask pastor to come and give the announcement. Is he around? Has he arrived back? Okay, no problem. I will do that. Now, if you are watching with us for the first time, please, anybody sitting in the auditorium, could you raise your hand if your first time of attending this place? You are very welcome. The ushers will give a pack to you, and we want you to uh, fill the form in the pack and give that back to us so that we can serve you better. I'm sure you have been blessed. Now, I didn't hear yes from you. Did you learn something new today? Another weapon is the weapon of praise. It never misses target. Instead of downcasted. And be thinking about what should not be thought. And be trying to be God, play God. You give him praise and he will arise. Your God will arise. Your ship cannot sink. With Jesus in the boats. Hallelujah. Can I just remind us that tomorrow is the last day of the Holy Ghost Convention which we do in the morning and then in the evening we will come to the last day of the victory night and we will have communion together you know other Sundays we will be having it in our homes but tomorrow we come together to have communion it's a great thing to end this convention with a communion it was it was not designed by me it is just it just happened by God and I'll say to you you will come in the morning you those of you new cross and you will go back and afternoon I can guarantee you I've been teaching you since Monday I think tomorrow is just to consolidate not to teach but you will teach me tomorrow in service 
so that I know what you have learned for the for the for the days and I will bless you. And then we will come together in the evening to finish these our thanks given unto the most holy God as He has instructed us for the month of September. And I'm sure that you have received some some manifestations which some of you have been given testimonies, but some of you will still give testimonies. And, you know, your thanks will never end. Now, if you are watching with us for the first time on the YouTube or on, on, on the social media, you are very, very welcome. This is Christ with Tabernacle. And you can contact us on the telephone information and email that is on the board. May the Lord continue to bless us. Shall we rise up together, please, on our feet? Can I remind us that next Saturday is what? What is next Saturday? Look at the person beside you and tell him, Nigeria prays. And not only Nigeria pray, Africa prays. Because we are going to pray for all African countries and Caribbean countries. We are going to really pray for the Francophone. They, de- they demand our prayer more than anything now. The Francophone. I know what is happening, spiritual density that is happening in each of the regions of Africa. And I know where the wave is going by the Spirit of the Most High. Don't miss it if you can. If you had, you know, another meeting you have, uh, uh, you know, agreed for that time, that is quite more important or very, you know, probably family thing and stuff, please do go. But if you don't meet me in this Macedonia, something from God will drop in this place on that day. I will be, I'm the guest minister as well as the host minister. And when I host people, it will not be good for my people not to be behind me. Because I am behind you thick and thin. Like, like uh, what they call it, timber and caliber. Am I with you now? You call a person in the midnight, some of you will let me sleep. I will answer. Isn't it? So, and I've never called you to come and pray for me, but I ask you to come and pray for Africa. Black race have a destiny. And the God has begun to break the domination of imperialism over Africa. If you look at the coup that were planted, they are bloodless. You must be wise. An African country cannot have their central bank in a European country. It is an abomination. But that's what is happening. Are we together? You cannot be getting raw materials from Africa and bring it to Europe to refine and sell it to Africa five times. Their own resources. That's what has been happening. Only because you have one junta over the nation and he held the whole nation captive. We are not fools. Am I talking to you? I don't have apology for what I'm saying because what I'm saying is the truth and it's in record. I will even go and you know bring all those atrocities from statistics and come and read it to you. Maybe you don't know what is happening. You you get petrol in Nigeria, you cannot refine it. You refine it in Europe, and then Europe will sell the finished product to Nigeria five times of what they bought it from. Same thing with Cote d'Ivoire, same thing with Congo, same thing with uh, Gabon, same thing with Niger. If you, if any, any Western country come to Africa to set up industry, we want it. 
but you must not take that product raw material out you refine it there and you give it to the country there you make your own profit and the country should make their own profits and you must use your profit too you know we all know that corporate social responsibility is part of the united nations convention for every organization use it to develop the local people create jobs for the local people use their wealth to develop the area and all this banditry in africa we see and all this coming to england coming to europe on the sea will not exist when that truth is addressed am i telling you if our government will not want to hear we will pray into their brain to hear by force or by fire europe will submit and they will let africa breathe am i telling you you who is africa you are in europe you better know that this is your own this is this is what you stand for this nation europe must allow africa to be themselves and arrest all the bandits of africa not collaborate with african rogues or junters who sit in the rule of leadership they, they, all the money they steal, they bring it here. So when they bring their money, we will pray that God will raise a person in Europe who is jingle the bell and make loud noise so that that money will go back to the country. When this world does that, you will see how Europe will progress because Africa will progress. Nobody is saying that don't go there to take resources. Go there and take resources, but refine it there and buy it refined. I will together now. You post a letter in Côte d'Ivoire. It first comes to Paris before it goes to the person you are posting to in Côte d'Ivoire. That is an abomination. What is Paris? Paris is, is Paris Postmaster General. Am I talking to you? You must come to the prayer this Saturday by one. Tell every African man you know, every Caribbean man you know that we want to take our destiny in our own hand. Both those who are over us, who are conspirators, we want God to take them out and put the rulership in the hand of people who have common sense. We want these who are oppressing Africa, the, the few European countries where we are Europeans, we want them to hands off. And God will raise people who will go and do partnership with those African countries so that the whole world will move ahead. Amen. I'm talking to you now. That is why we are praying. And so I explain this to you so that you will know why we are praying. And I'm not prejudicing. I'm not tribalistic, I'm godlistic. Hallelujah, somebody. That is what God wants. He does not want the powerful to impoverish the less powerful. God wants us to help the poor and raise the poor, not to oppress the poor and enslave Africa and change the name of slavery to another thing. And then take their money and borrow them their money and charge them interest over their money we have stolen. Yeah, we don't want that anymore. So if you know that you really want to be a part of getting Africa forward, uh, Saturday 1 p.m. If you are hearing me on tele on the video now, I wish my voice goes to television straight away so that everybody will know. But if you are hearing me, send the video all over. Let it go viral. Everybody assemble at CFT Cathedral uh, 80. 186 Power Streets, SE186NL, on Saturday, this coming Saturday, the 9th of September, heaven will speak. And I know your voice anointed, God will hear your prayer. 
and you will be rejoicing here. Many of you, all the labor you labor is family at home that are important. You are sending it to. You can't enjoy yourself. They can't enjoy themselves because the money is not enough to go around. An African man has company of hundreds of family. That is how it is in Africa. One person survives in family. Everybody will expect you, and you must answer them. You can't be callous to them because that is ungodly. So we want to come to a place where, by this very prayer, once we finish our prayer, you see what will happen in Africa. You will see what will happen. God will hearken to our voice, and Africa and black race will be saved. Shall we read the Lord's prayer together? Our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power and thy glory, forever and ever. Amen. Shall we lift up our right unto heaven? And read our grace in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Now, in the God of peace, I brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that grace of the ship through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Turn to somebody and read Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen to them. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. To yourself, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help this month from his sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offering. May God give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we shall be victorious in every battle. We lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you, changing your dreams into visions. In Jesus' anointed name, there shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house.
us according to our confession. God bless you. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you row by row.